I go hard cuz. <laughs> hey, you guys. I hope you guys can hear me. Let me make sure my other screen is working, honey. All right. Hey. <laughs> oh my gosh. Today has been a crazy day. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me. Um, Chad, I've been going through it. I'm not gonna lie, I broke down like boohoo crying like two and a half hours ago before I started the live. I just been going through a lot of shit emotional. There's a lot of changes going on in my life. Um, I feel like I'm living, you know, weird. Like everything is boxed up. You know, we're needing stuff. We don't know if it's in storage. We don't know if it's in the garage. I can't find none of my clothes. It's just a lot of stuff going on. Plus, you know, with just the changes of, of selling and, you know, having to go elsewhere. Um, and then today I announced that to my bloggers that we're shutting down the blogging site of lovelytea.com. So that was very emotional because I've been with my bloggers, Kevin, uh, Tani, Wendia, and Devin for like close to five years. You know, we've been blogging together, but nobody really goes on websites anymore. You know, and Kevin, poor Kevin, shout out to him. It's my heart. You know, he blogs all the time. He's the one who has who posts all the crazy stories on Facebook and everything. But it's starting to just, you know, we don't get the traffic, you know, and I'm paying out so much just to, you know, help them out. But we're not getting the traffic. And then we're dealing with a bunch of other stuff on the back end. So I'm just going to end up taking down the site and revamping it. So we won't be blogging on there anymore. It'll just be like all things lovely tea. So like you can go on there and watch my YouTube videos. You know, the merch will be on there. The, the, uh, we're trying to stream it with the app. So when I go live, people can also get notifications through the site. So I have my website guy now. He's revamping everything. I'm like, just take it down. So that was kind of emotional for me. It's been a lot. So I was just like, I want to come on here and do a stream. I need y'all's energy. Um, I hope you guys are doing good. Um, one thing that has cheered me up, shout out to Vic, one of my Canadian subscribers. They sent me a picture in a frame. The frame broke. Every, they just, Vic didn't wrap it up with no bubble wrap. <laughs> he just literally put a picture frame in a padded envelope and sent it to Minnesota. But I was able to save the picture. So the picture is gorgeous, Vic. Thank you so much. Don't worry about the broken frame. The fact that you guys make pictures of me and send it, like I'm just, I'm truly humbled. So thank you for your hard work on the picture. It is gorgeous. So I hope you guys are doing good. So as you guys know, I want to share this with you guys. Something came for me in the mail. This put a smile on my face because I told you guys the other day on Instagram that one of my friends, he's in the industry, shout out to Dennis, um, he went to DMX's funeral. He was very close to DMX and Rough Riders, and he knows that I'm a huge DMX fan. So he had texted me early in the morning. I had just woke up, and you know, I haven't gotten a lot of good news lately. It's just been a lot. And so when I got this text, it just it made me really happy. So he sent me a message, and he says, um, I saved you one. You know, I was like, oh, my God, thank you. And that same day, you guys, he went and he put it in the mailbox. So it is here. 
So I'm gonna open it in front of you guys. So I hope y'all don't mind, but I'm gonna open it with you guys. Um, I'm just really excited. Um, I love DMX, I loved his music. I don't take it too personal too, sometimes when celebrities pass, but I think with DMX, I broke down crying. You know, when I had went on Instagram, y'all remember I went on Instagram and, you know, I was rapping to his song. I'm not going to show y'all the whole thing because y'all know uh, YouTube, buddy. YouTube and their music policy. But I was, you know, rapping to his song just to make me feel better, just hoping that he'd be okay. For y'all who didn't see it, I'm going to show y'all. This is me. Right you know, I say this name. In the name of Jesus, devil, I rebuke I didn't mean to come on here and cry, but I didn't think this was going to make me cry, but it is. <sighs> okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to start the show like this. Oh, wow. I cannot wait to read through this and look at it. Wow. Whew. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you for thinking of me and saving me one and sending it to me. Wow, I did not know I was going to get that emotional. And I think it, it, it makes me sad as well because, um, you know, I feel like there was, it was very ritualistic in the way he went out. And I don't really like talking and going deep on YouTube. Um, cause it's not a, it's not a safe space anymore. It's not like the discord Instagram blocks, whatever I say. So I can't talk about certain things on there, but, um, for those in the discord, y'all know the things that we've been saying, the numbers, you know, his first video four, three, two, one. Um, and that was the day they made the announcement, April 3rd. And I think once I saw the symbology in that, I knew he was not going to make it. And then the fact that when you think about it, who was trending the week before? Little Nas X, Satan, you know, somebody who openly worships and, you know, praises that. And that's his business. And then somebody who openly worships and praises God. It was almost like a battle between good and evil to me. And then to find out that he passed on little Nas X's birthday, April 9th is little Nas X's birthday. The symbology just really bothers me, but I'm not even going to go there. I didn't mean to um, take the stream left and start crying. I'm going to move this. 
Because when I look at it, it's going to make me cry. So I'm going to move it over there so I can focus. <sighs> Let me just breathe. Oh, it's been a long day. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Wow. I'm so sorry. Let me just calm down a bit. I apologize. I apologize. I didn't know I was gonna get so emotional. <sighs> okay. Maybe I need to come back. I'ma try and go through with this dream. Or maybe I need to just come back because I can't stop crying. <laughs> But um, his music got me through a lot of stuff. So I don't know. I don't know how to front and um, hide my emotions. When I'm emotional about something, you know it. When I'm angry, you know it. When I'm sad, you know it. When I cry, I cry all the time. It doesn't, you know what I mean? So it's not a big deal. Y'all didn't see me cry before. But um, his music just got me through a lot of stuff. So I, I'm just, I'm honored to have that. Um, I'll be okay. I don't want y'all to like leave and then come back. So I, I'll be okay. Thank you. Um, Vina J says, I know you love X just from seeing your comments on his videos from four years ago. Oh, wow. You saw some of my old comments. <laughs> wow. Yep. I comment on videos all the time. I'm just a regular user on this platform. So if I like something, I'm going to leave a comment. Um, but thank you for that. Thank you for the $5 super chat, sis. Um, let's see here. Sin uh, Kauai sent $99.99. Thank you so much. She says, I had a good month and I had to share. Thank you for all that you do. You're the bomb.com. Thank you so much, sis. I really appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat. Um, it means a lot. Um, let's see here. Let me try and read some more here. Uh, Tara Mantra said, Hey T, I finally made a live. Me and my boyfriend love you. Sending you this super chat with love. Thank you so much to you and your boyfriend. Thank you for the support. Um, Kimmy1984 says, giving you a virtual hug because, um, I like you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Erica F says, love you, love you, lovely T. Love you too. Thank you, Erica. Um, Monique says, not surprised about Josh Duggar at all. Yes. And I have some flashback for you guys. I'm not surprised either. Um, Taruha M says, we love you, T. Tears are for cleansing the spirit. They are. Thank you. Important one says, your channel gets me through my long nights at the laboratory. Stay beautiful and authentic. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. And thank you to the people in the comments section as well. I appreciate y'all. So let me go ahead and <laughs> get on with the show. I'm so sorry. I did not expect to like just break down. Uh, shout out to Cardi. Cardi got her new song out. Shout out to Barty Gang. <laughs> y'all was making sure that I, you know, posted about the song. She got a new song out with DJ Khaled called um, Big Papers. So shout out to her. She said she wrote the song in like 48 hours. Um, he sent it to her last minute. So some people love it and some people don't, but you know, to each its own. But you know, Cardi's doing her thing. 
Um, so I want to come on here and I, I, I have to talk about this whole Josh Duggar situation. And um, this is just really disturbing to me because, as you guys know, I cover all types of news here. Okay? I talk about everybody. Um, I'm not one of those YouTubers who, you know, I only do news on black topics or only bring down the black community and shit like that. I talk about everybody. Every topic, wide range, from deep stuff to, you know, well, when I used to talk about conspiracies, uh, news, just whatever, right? And um, I remember years ago, I did the video about Josh Duggar. And something about him has always just never sat well with my spirit. And I talked about this years ago about him. Um, it came out that he had molested his own sisters. If you guys don't know who the Jugger, who the Duggars are, they are the people from 19 Kids and Counting. Jim, Bob, and the wife, I forgot the wife's name, honey. They had all these children, and they were given a reality TV show on TLC. And the reason why the show had ended is because the sister, Jill, and I forgot the other sister, um, all their names start with J. So I, I'm sorry, I can't remember all the 19 kids with the name J. I, I don't know them all, but it was like Jill and Jana, something like that. They came out and basically said that they were molested by their brother. Josh admitted it. He said he was 14 at the time. He was curious about the female body and he was like, you know, filling them up in their sleep. Really disturbing stuff. And the daddy made a lot of excuses. He made a lot of excuses. Um, they did an interview with Inside Edition. And then shortly after that, it came out because he was married at the time. He's still married. Um, it came out that basically he was also cheating on his wife. And this man was a huge hypocrite because he was also part of this organization that was about family. It was like some type of national organization about families, you know, mothers, fathers, raising children in one household. And the whole time, he ends up being getting caught up in the whole Ashley Madison scandal that happened years ago. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys this flashback of me um, talking about the situation here. It's it's crazy to look back at how long ago this was. And I always felt that this dude was just a weirdo. And um, now we have even more updated information. So let me go ahead and share this flashback with you guys here really quick. Here goes a young tea fizzle. <laughs> <laughs> and your girl T. So I want to come on here and talk about the whole situation that's once again concerning our favorite TV family, the Duggars from 19 Kids and Front Like a Mofo. How you doing? Okay. So what's going on now with the Duggars, you ask? What's going on now is that their oldest son, Josh Duggar, is once again back in the damn news. Now, if you guys remember a few months ago, I had did a video on Josh Duggar when the whole child abuse, child molestation situation came out, where it came out that he was molesting his sisters when he was younger and filling them up and all that types of, you know, crazy ass shit. And he ended up not getting any type of time. So because of that, 19 kids in front end ended up getting canceled off of TLC. Now, Jim, Bob, and Michelle swerping down that they don't need TLC. They don't need to be on reality television as long as they have their family. That's all that matters. But recently, it's been announced that Jim, Bob, and Michelle were once again trying to pitch a new show to the networks. So to me, it seems like they've gotten really, really comfortable with their reality TV check, and they don't want to let that go. So as of now, TLC is not agreeing to any new show with them. But now there's some new dirt on the Duggars that might affect them getting a new show. 
So what happened is that basically the other day, Ashley Madison, this is a website for cheaters. So basically if you're married to your wife and she's not putting out and she's on some bullshit or she gained a bunch of weight, or if you're married to your husband, he's no longer putting it in like he used to, you can go on to Ashley Madison and find other cheaters. It's a website where cheaters cheat with each other. And basically the website was hacked the other day. All right, y'all, let me come back. That was me. Oh my God, I was so thin. Oh, <laughs> quarantine ain't shit. But, but I'm <laughs> I'm back uh, I'm on my diet, so I'm <laughs> be losing all this extra weight. <laughs> short skirt, short skirt season is right around the corner. So if that was me, and then before y'all start crying about, oh, she was darker in that video. The video I was way way further back. There wasn't a bunch of light, so don't don't start writing shit about skin bleaching like I love to do. I'm the same brown color. It's just, you know, the light is right here in my face versus there was no light back then, okay? So, yeah, that was me. I've always been funny and, you know, 19 kids in front end. And um, so I, I talked about it in that video, and, and I spoke real stuff. And so it's very funny now. Fast forward to 2021. Now it's come out that Joshua Duggar, okay, has been hit with child pornography charges. This is the same man that the mainstream media made excuses for. Oh, you know, oh, it's, it's only 19 of them. He didn't, he doesn't know any better. They're not around other people and no excuse, no excuse to be filling up on your sisters and molesting them and shit. I think the whole family dynamic was just weird anyways, but that doesn't excuse his behavior. And instead of him, you know, Going to jail and facing real consequences, they swept it under the rug. And I believe that's why those two girls, they don't deal with their family as much because they weren't protected. The brother was protected. And so now it's being put out there that he's being hit with these charges. So let me go ahead. Matter of fact, before I play you the newest stuff, I'm going to play you guys a snippet of the Inside Edition interview that the two sisters did talking about their brother. So y'all check this really quick. Two of Josh Duggar's sisters are breaking their silence, confirming they were molested by their brother when they were youngsters. They say they've been victimized again by being publicly dragged into the scandal. A system that was set up to protect kids, both those who make stupid mistakes or have problems like this in their life, and the ones that are affected by those choices. It's, it's just, it's greatly failed. Jill and Jessa spoke exclusively to Fox News's Meg. Okay, let me come back on the screen here. So that was the other girl's name, Jessa. Like I told you, all their names start with J. So that was them crying, you know, like they were not protected by their parents. And I kept my foot on them. I feel like I don't care if it's white folks, black folks, Asian people, keep the same energy, okay? Y'all want, people want to get up in arms about Bill Cosby and that's fine. But then it seems like when it comes to these white celebrities, it's always brushed under the rug. Like I said before, even the guy from Seventh Heaven, Stephen Collins, I did videos about that. I did a whole breakdown about that years ago, how they quietly put Seventh Heaven back on the air. But the Cosby show, they kept that off the air for years. And it affected a lot of their residual money. Because when you sign on to those type of shows, you get money every time the show runs. So it affected the black castmates really bad. But when it started affecting the white castmates on Seventh Heaven, they slowly put it back on up only after removing it for six months. But they kept the Cosby show off the air for years. 
So there's a lot of disparities in how the media handles things like this. You know, that's why I ain't got no problem to talk about it all. You know, regardless, like what was done to those girls was wrong. It was not okay. And the fact that he was not punished back then and held accountable is why we're here today in, 20, in 2021. So let me go ahead and play you guys the latest news on um, Josh Duggar. Give me just a second here. Josh Duggar has been arrested by federal agents. The former reality star was taken into custody on Thursday. Access Hollywood confirms he is being held without bail in Washington County, Arkansas. It was not immediately clear what he was arrested for or what charges he may be facing. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Arkansas declined to provide further information when contacted by Access Hollywood. The latest development comes just days after Josh and wife Anna Duggar announced that they are expecting their seventh child. Anna shared the news with a festive Instagram post last week, showing her, Josh, and their kids celebrating amid a stream of pink confetti, adding that their newest little one is a girl and due this fall. Josh and Anna tied the knot in 2008, and the wedding was televised on their family's TLC show, 19 Kids and Counting. Their first child, daughter Mackenzie, was born the following year, and they most recently welcomed baby girl Mariella in 2019. Josh and Anna have faced significant challenges in their marriage. In 2015, Josh was accused of molesting multiple underage girls, including two of his sisters, when he was a teen. He issued a public apology, saying he had behaved, quote, inexcusably, and adding that his parents had arranged counseling for him and those affected by his actions. He was never charged. Later that year, Josh checked into a long-term treatment center following reports that he had an active account on the extramarital hookup site, Ashley Madison. Josh admitted in a statement at the time that he had been, quote, unfaithful to Anna and was, quote, ashamed of the double life he had been living. Anna has openly supported Josh throughout their struggles, and she most recently defended him when an Instagram commenter asked how they are able to afford seven kids and if Josh is employed. The 32-year-old replied, quote, yes, my husband is a diligent worker and provides well for our family. Okay, lady. All right, so you guys just saw that. So this man has been arrested on child pornography charges. But let me go ahead and address somebody real quick, okay? Um, and I'm not going to block you, but I'm going to explain something to you because i seen the mods had deleted your comment, but it's still on StreamYard. So this person called Looking Ahead told me to stop stirring racial shit. Now, what I find very funny is that a lot of you white folks will come to my stream, okay? And when I speak on things with the white community and I compare the differences on how black celebrities or black entertainers or black criminals are treated compared to white people, I'm stirring shit. How am I stirring shit by speaking the truth? It's not called stirring shit. Did you give the same energy to the news outlets who brushed this under the rug years ago when I put my foot on his neck and called him out and now he's been able to molest and harm other children years later? That's where your focus should be on and not me supposedly stirring racial shit. So being that you wanted to be cute and write that, I'm going to address this since I saw it. So that's why I'm talking about it. Talking the truth is not stirring racial shit. What it is is a lot of y'all like to come to my stream, a lot of people of other races. Oh, y'all love when I talk about black tea. Y'all love when I hold black folks accountable. But the second I start holding your own race accountable, white folks, Asians, Latinos, some of y'all want to get in y'all's feelings, just like when all the, the, not all, but you know, when some of the Mexican tea sippers were getting mad because I was calling out 6'9". I don't give a fuck. 
Y'all are here when I talk about black tea. So y'all better enjoy this tea, grab a teacup and, and kick back. Because like I said, I keep the same energy for everybody, regardless of race, gender, sexuality, whatever. And I don't play when it comes to molesters. So instead of you holding him accountable, that's what you that's where your energy should be focused on holding him accountable as opposed to coming at me like I said or did something wrong. Because if there wasn't racial disparities, why is Bill Cosby sitting in prison? But Stephen Collins is out when Stephen Collins admitted to molesting children. All they did was stop his show and say he can't work in Hollywood anymore. But he's still living his best life off of the money that he made while molesting children. Bill Cosby's in prison. So quit acting, just quit acting willfully ignorant like you don't see it for what it is. Okay. So anyhow, he obviously Josh is in some deep shit because this is not local police that caught him. This is federal. And like I've always told you on this channel. When the feds move, they move because they've been watching your ass for years. Okay? They do the same thing with drug dealers. Oh, they'll let you set up all types of trap houses, ball out, and, you know, uh, go to the club and buy out the bar and do all that shit. And you're living your best life for three, four, five years. You're on a high. And then once they get enough evidence on you, they pounce. So trust me, they've been watching him. The feds just didn't up and rest him yesterday just because they've been watching him. And the fact that the feds are involved, he's probably doing a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying, statewide and trafficking kids probably and passing pictures and all that stuff. Oh, he was in this deep. So he's going to get some time. Trust and belief. Like I said, that the feds, they have a 95% conviction rate. So bye, Josh. Your ass should have been locked up a long time ago when you was filling up on your sisters, like I said, five damn years ago. Child, let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Um, let's see. M Journey says, Love you, T. I'm at home quarantining with my family, listening to your live. Thank you so much. Thanks for the super chat. Thanks for joining me. Um, Ivy sent a $20 sticker, said, Thanks for being you. Thank you so much, Ivy. Uh, Nelly M sent $10, says, I got to see X in 2017. I was way in the back next to an older man. As soon as X walked out, the man started bawling. X spotted him and prayed for him and chatted with him after his first song. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't, it's something about DMX. It's something about his spirit and his energy. You know, we all have our flaws and our vices, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's something about him, the fact that he was able to spot that guy and he... Just his presence alone make that guy so emotional. It says a lot. And the fact that he took time out to talk to him is just a testament to his character. So thank you so much for just sharing that story. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Leah Juju sent 20 says, hey, T, I love your hard work. Been a subscriber since 2011. Thank you so much. Thank you for being an OGT sipper. So I'm sure you've seen, you know, that flashback when I was going in on Josh Duggar way back then when it probably wasn't popular to go in on him. But, you know, I'm just glad that karma's finally caught up to him. So thanks for the support. Um, Daphne C says, my biggest issue with the funeral was the fact that DMX was a Christian, but the outfits and colors on these people were disturbing to say the least. Yeah, the funeral... Um, and that's how, I don't know, people always laugh at how I say funeral, but that, I don't know, that's how I pronounce funeral. 
that's how we pronounce it. Um, the funeral is very, very disturbing to me. I mean, certain parts were good, don't get me wrong. I thought it was cool to see the Rough Riders come out, you know, Y and, you know, Eve and um, Swiss Beats. You know, it was nice seeing them up there talking. Um, you know, people didn't like the way Faith sang. I don't know. I didn't feel one way or another. You know, I like Faith. Um, Kanye's performance was just odd to me. You know, I, you know, and, and Kanye's a Christian too, you know, but his, who's, who's at the door? Ain't nobody here. Um, I thought Kanye's performance kind of came off kind of ritualistic to me. You know what I'm saying? So I listen somebody says, Terry says, I love the way you pronounce funeral. Thank you, Terry. I appreciate you. <laughs> People always laugh at how I say funeral in California. Um, but yeah, thank you for the super chat. Uh, Cabrona, Cabrona SF says, love you, T. Always trying to catch a live if I can. Congratulations on your new house. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate it. Who is knocking on the door? I'm sorry. I'm not getting up. And my kids are gone, so I don't know who's knocking on the door. You better text me. Hold up. God, this is like the messiest stream. I'm so sorry, you guys. There's somebody pounding on the door. Let me see if anybody's called and said that they're here. Child. No, no phone calls, no texts. I ain't opening the door. So anyways, um, let me read this other super chat here. Child, all, all these just random interruptions, me boohooing like a baby, somebody knocking on the door. Sorry. Um, King Yah. Oh, 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 King Yah. Fancy seeing you here. So King Yah sent $30. So what's up, Queen? Do you miss me? LOL. I had to come here and show you some love. I've been working like the girls in Las Vegas on Friday night at 2 a.m. Wanted to bring a smile to your face. Stay beautiful. Thank you so much, King. Um, yeah, we missed you. King, y'all got kicked out the Discord. I don't know what happened. Now you sending a $30 payment, but the $5 payment didn't go through, King. <laughs> they about to hit you with that hammer. <laughs> y'all know when ex-Discorders pop up with, with large sums of money, we hit them with the hammer. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but thank you so much. They definitely put a smile on my face. Thanks for coming through. I appreciate you. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. Let's see here. Um, Charlisa Fuller says, first, I want to say I love you. Keep speaking the truth. Also, with Josh admitting to molesting his sisters and others probably triggered the case. I agree. I definitely agree. But again, he probably thought he had that privilege. You know, like I can just submit to it and oh, well. And that's probably is when they started watching him all those years ago because he never gave up that addiction. So, Chad, I see all the hammers, honey. I see blue hearts and hammers. Everybody from the Discord that's in here, I appreciate y'all. Uh, we got a good connection. We got a lot of people. We got 10,000 viewers. Shout out to y'all. Please hit the like button if you guys are enjoying this stream. Um, let's see here. Dragon D. Says, real tea sipper here. Always got your back. Fools be creeping. I remember you dragging the seventh heaven guy. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love when my OGs come, th come through. Because like I said, I talk about all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Not just, you know, the stuff that's popular and trendy. I hit on a lot of hard topics. So I'm glad you remember that video when I put my foot on Stephen Collins' neck. You know, because it was after Cosby. But nobody else was really talking about Stephen, and he needed to be accountable as well. So thank you for that. Um, 
Mucha Danera says, also by chance, did you see the article about the man in Cali whose family is start uh, stating that the police killed him in the same manner as George Floyd? His name is Mario Gonzalez. He's only six. He's only 26 years old. I think I saw the video a long time ago, like a few months ago. Wasn't that the one where they came into his apartment and they put the knee on his neck in his apartment? I remember seeing that. Um. Yeah, they they should definitely, if they have a case, they should definitely sue. I definitely agree with that. Um, let's see here. Carla says, she sent 499. She says, regarding good versus evil, Romans 520. But as people sin more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate you, sis. Thanks for coming through. Um, Erica Nelson says, T, I've been watching you for years. What do you think about the gas being scared? Love you in GA. Mm, let's talk about it. We can talk about that because that's not really conspiracy, conspiracy. So I love from different topics. So if y'all do not know, I posted this on Instagram the other day, uh, warning people of a gas shortage. Now, you guys know I have been talking about how the supply chain has been disrupted, okay? It's two different things cause, causing the gas shortage. And I talked about this. We had a Zoom meeting. I think Monday night we had a Zoom meeting. It was almost, it was like two, two and a half hours long. Very good Zoom meeting. We talked about a lot of things that are going on right now. And, you know, the, the scarcity of workers, not just essential workers. A lot of people, a lot of businesses are desperately looking for people. They're understaffed. That's why Uber is so high because there's not enough drivers. That's why customer service sucks. The hospitality industry is going to hell in a handbasket because there's not enough people. The reason why there's not enough people is because a lot of people are more comfortable. They make more money on unemployment than going in and working these minimum wage jobs. So I believe that this needs to lead to a bigger discussion of if people are more comfortable sitting at home and getting unemployment because they make more at home, then that should tell you that they need to raise the minimum wage or make unemployment be the same amount of money that they be making as if they were working, right? It's like they didn't think all of this through when they rolled out this whole pandemic relief. They didn't think everything through. So right now the country is basically going broke. A lot of states are going broke because of unemployment, PPP Fraud is just crazy how much they've lost in that PPP money. So now let me go ahead and break down the whole gas situation. I have posted this on Instagram. And so it says here, if you guys do not know, coming this summer, gas stations are running out of gas. Okay. The reason why they're running out of gas, one, is that there was a supply chain disruption when that big freeze happened down in Texas. I told y'all on the in the Discord meetings, I don't believe that was by happenstance because Texas, they consider themselves more of an independent state. Maybe it was punishment, but that big freeze was just very suspect to me. Not only did it cause a supply chain in the wheat and in the food that comes from that warm area in Texas, but also a supply chain um, disruption in the oil. Texas produces oil. So that's where one of the disruptions is coming from. The other is what I was just saying. So a low, um, there's not enough workers. There's not enough supply of truck drivers to drive the gas to the said locations. So it's two major things that are causing this. Another thing, if you guys do not know, I posted this in the Discord. California 
just issued a state of emergency with the water. They are running out of water, okay? If you guys do not know, do your own research. Like LeVar Burton taught me on Reading Rainbow. You don't got to take my word for it because, again, I'm the crazy person on YouTube. So do your own research. But Cali is running out of water. I got word today that down in Mississippi, they're having more water contamination issues where they're having to boil their water. Same thing in certain parts of Florida. They're having to boil their water as well. So there's something going on in this country with the water. Okay, that's also a crisis. Another thing we need to remember is that California grows a lot of our crops too, okay? Cali is one of the biggest producers of almonds. I don't eat nuts. Sorry. <laughs> I don't eat almonds, sorry. <laughs> My mind's in the gutter. I don't eat almonds, right? But I know people like almonds. People drink almond milk, okay? Why did I say? I don't eat nuts. I don't eat almonds. Um, so they grow a lot of almonds in Cali. They they grow a lot of um avocados. And if y'all do not know, avocado and almonds, they take a lot of water. Okay. A lot of these places that grow our crops, they need a lot of water. That is why water has been commodified in Mexico and in other places around the world. They're commodifying the water. So that way they're taking it from poorer countries and siphoning it from them to bring here just to grow crops. You know what? All I see is peanuts in the chats. Y'all are messy. I see peanut emojis and walnut emojis. <laughs> Y'all are so messy. Um, so because they need so much water, this is a struggle. So if there's not enough water to water the crops, water your grass, drinking water, this is a really big crisis and nobody's really talking about this. The only people I'm really seeing talking about this are preppers and, you know, the discord, really. I'm not seeing this being posted on the shade room. So just be aware that if you're in Cali, start stocking up. Do not hoard. Think of your neighbors. What would Jesus do? Don't go and buy 50 cases, you know, but, but be very mindful that the water supply in, in the state of California is very low right now. Water in a lot of other states are also facing the same thing. So with the water not being plentiful, there's going to be a short of, shortage of crops, okay? Because there's not going to be enough water to continuously water grains and avocados and almonds and nuts, okay? Peanuts. So those are just some of the things you want to just keep in mind. So that's going to affect the, the food chain. And also with the gas not being able to be uh, given as plentiful all across the nation because there's not enough drivers, that's going to cause the gas to go up. So that's why you guys are seeing gas prices go up as well. And food prices are going to go up too. So just be aware. So if you have not started your garden, I can't right now because my life is in disarray. So unfortunately, the only thing I've grown this year is a lily. Beautiful lily, but that's what I've grown this year. I can't eat it. Um, and the leaves are falling off, but that's what bloomed this year was my one lily. <laughs> the rest of my plants are good, but as far as like vegetables and fruits, I just don't, I have nowhere to plant anything right now. But for y'all who do, definitely start gardening. Start, it's April. This is the time. Should have did it last month after, you know, after Easter is usually the time you start. But start getting into gardening, start freezing your foods. Um, preparing your food, you know, start putting stuff away because things are going to get very expensive by the time winter gets here. 
So I'm just letting you guys know that now. And I don't know why my screen is freezing. See, when you start speaking truth, now YouTube wants to freeze my screen. Okay, I don't know what that's about. Let me go ahead and um, read some of these super chats. So thank you for that super chat. I'm glad we're able to talk about that for people who don't know. So thank you for that, sis. Um, let's see here. Matthew Maccabee sent 499 says, T, a T sipper six years. You've helped my sanity more than you know. Stay blessed. Most high over everything. Thank you so much. And thanks for coming through, love. Thanks for being a supporter of the channel. Um, Ty17 says, hey, auntie, just want to say I've been loving the podcast. And I love when you're in your tech bag. Love from the ATL. Thank you so much. And I enjoy when I talk about tech stuff. That's like, that's where I usually am in the Discord. I'm always in the tech and finance room. Those are like my two favorite rooms. I go in the celebrity newsroom, but not as much as those other rooms. So it's always fun when I get a chance to do a tech podcast. So thank you so much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, hold on. Monique Lowell sent $99.99. Thank you so much, Monique. She says, truth, stay blessed. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate the support. Thank you. Um, Mr. Greenwood 333 said 1999 says, I love watching your videos. You always keep it a buck 100. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for the love. Um, the Midwest princess, shout out to the Midwest, honey. <laughs> she says, Hey T love. You've been watching since 2013. Your streams help me get through work. That is awesome. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Aaliyah, Whitson says, thank you for the T. Thank you, T, for being you. I've been watching you since my junior year and I'm 24 now. It's like that. The like button, hit it. It's free. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And thank you for the long-term support. Look at all the OG tea sippers coming through. I appreciate y'all. Financial Hawk sent $5 and peanut emojis. <laughs> thank you, Financial Hawks. I appreciate it. Child, I don't know what made me say that. <laughs> I don't like nuts. I do, but I don't like, you know what I'm saying? I don't have like no peanut. Like I'll eat peanuts, like, you know, peanuts. I'll eat that. But almonds, walnuts, weird shaped nuts, I just can't eat them. I don't like weird shaped nuts because the way like they feel in your mouth. Like I, you know, that pointy, I just can't do almonds. I don't know. Somebody, ugh. I can't do almonds. But I know a lot of people eat almonds. They're, you know, they're very nutritious. I just don't like how they taste, and I just don't like the shape of them. <laughs> Sorry. But I like peanuts. I, you know, give me some a bag of peanuts on the plane. I'm going to eat them. I love me some peanuts now. Honey roasted, preferably. <laughs> I can't stand y'all. <laughs> I cannot stand my chick. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all are a mess. You know, we're going to get off of that topic altogether. So now I want to talk about this, right? Because I've been on here now. How long have I been on here? I've been on 42 minutes. Okay, good. We still got time. So I want to go ahead and I want to talk about this situation with Pharrell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Pharrell is out here trying to preach to the choir, honey. So he did an interview recently and basically he's slamming the record labels. And he's saying, nobody should own you. Record labels are worse than banks. So a lot of people were praising Pharrell. Oh, he's speaking truth to power. But y'all know me, honey. I got something to say. So let me go ahead and share my screen with y'all. We're going we gonna to listen to what good old Pharrell had to say. Y'all remember fine-ass Pharrell? He, he looked like he ain't aged at all. Pharrell still looked like he's 24 years old, okay, with his cute self. 
But uh, let me go ahead and play y'all this video for real. The Shade Room had posted it. Check this out. Oh, let me unmute this here. Okay, here we go. You shouldn't walk into a company and say, I'm going to make this record. They give you an advance. Then for the for the for the tenure of that the entire time that your album's out you're working to pay back that advance like no bank no bank, no bank no bank gives a company a loan to start a company and walks away with the trademarks it's it's illegal you shouldn't walk into a company and Say, I'm going to make this record. They give you an advance. Then for the, for the, for the tenure of that, the entire time that your album's out, you're working to pay back that advance. Like no bank, no bank, no bank, no bank gives a company a loan to start a company and walks away with the trademarks. It's, it's illegal. You shouldn't walk into a company and say, I'm going to make this record. They give you an advance. Then for the, for the, for the tenure of that, the entire time that your album's out, you're working to pay back that advance. Like no bank. No bank. No bank. Okay. I'm sorry. I think you just kept playing. I don't know, for some reason, I'm like, didn't they just say this? Okay, I thought it was longer than that. But anyways, okay, I'm like, they just said that shit. So um, this, okay, so what he's saying is he's talking about, you know, the record labels and you no know, banks and they shouldn't own you and everybody should be free. Now, what I find very interesting about these conversations, right? And this is just keeping it right. I think Pharrell is a, you know, overall good guy. Haven't heard a lot of shady things about him. But one thing I always notice is that these folks be talking all this, and I don't even want to say it's woke, but it's very easy to, you know, to now blast the industry and record labels now that you've made it. You get what I'm saying? Because again, a lot of people who do sign to these shitty deals and contracts are people who are desperate. They want to get their music out there. They want to be seen. And in order to technically how it works in order to be seen, you know, on a huge state, on a huge scale, you have to be signed to a major, you know, nowadays you can be independent, but it's a lot harder to be independent and get that push. You're not going to get that big push until the majors give you that push. Right. So I guess I'm confused because for y'all youngins who don't know, Pharrell is talking like he don't have a defunct record label. Okay. See, the difference is, I'm a child of the 90s and 2000s. Put a teacup for the for the for the older folks. Do y'all remember Star Trek Entertainment? Cuz I don't think a lot of the young kids understand that Pharrell at one point owned a record label. Okay? Folks, I guess they didn't want to have that conversation on the shade room. Now let's see who was all on his record label, his former artist. Okay? Y'all not y'all not gonna bring the tea. So let me go ahead and pull this up. This was his former artist. He had the clips. I don't know all these names. Uh, Khalees, Nerd, The Neptunes. I'm just reading the ones I really recognize. Slim Thug, Snoop Dogg, Robin Thicke, Tiana Taylor. 
Okay. So he had all these people on his own label. The label is now defunct. Okay. And my question is this, when I hear artists, you know, turn record label owners turn, I want to be woke. I always question, well, how did you treat your own artists who were signed to you? Just like when Kanye West was crying and carrying on about Jay-Z. Jay-Z, he put me in a horrible deal. He, he, he sold my masters to get his back. And I said, okay, I get that. That's messed up. But pull out your contract with you and Big Sean. Pull out your contract with you and Tiana Taylor. I wonder how those contracts looked. Because see, what happens is that a lot of us end up getting into certain positions, right? We fight for these positions the ones that we see white folks running, like record labels, and then we get there and then we turn around and shit on the same black people that we're supposed to be helping and uplifting. Diddy. Okay? Once he got into that position, look how many people's lives he ruined financially. So again, those are the real conversations. You know, I, I get everybody trying to praise him because it sounds good, but people forget he had a record label. And I remember watching Tiana Taylor on Sway in the Morning. She didn't really say anything bad, but she really didn't say a lot of good either about her deal. So let me go ahead and refresh y'all's memory in case y'all don't remember this one. Y'all don't forget shit. You know, sounds good, but again, I, I'm wondering how, how did he treat his own artist? Let me go ahead and open this really quick. Oh, okay, here we go. All right, give me just a second. Watch what Tiana Taylor had to say. Okay, here we go. Uh, your relationship with Pharrell, your business relationship with Pharrell. Mm -hmm. uh, what happened with that? Uh, you know, in your words. You know, that's like my big brother. Honestly, real shit. I'm going to keep it on it. Like, Please do. I'm so blessed. I don't regret anything in life. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't regret being signed to Star Trek. I don't regret asking for a release. I don't because I feel like everything happens for a reason. You need to do you got to do things to progress. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And if I wasn't signed for you, I probably wouldn't have the opportunity that I have now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm blessed. I appreciate everything. But, you know, I had I needed that release. I asked for a release from Star Trek. And so I've been signed with them for six years. I needed that release because I felt like I needed that freedom and I had a lot to prove. Yeah, they, and he probably was busy, so they weren't putting the attention you needed into the project necessarily. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and as a as an artist and as a young girl, I just felt like if you're too busy, then, you know, like... Let you go. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, just, just let me go. My point is exactly. All right. So, yeah, I just heard Tiana Taylor. People are even writing in the comments that Khalees was blasting Pharrell not too long ago. See, so you see, these, these you know, these big high-end celebrities, once they've made it, now they want to get on their woke soapbox. Khalees says Pharrell still owes her money and has her masters. So again, you can't shit on the white record labels and the white record execs if you're doing the same thing to your people. And that's just being real. Just like when Diddy tries to get out of his woke soapbox and go off during the, the, the Grammys and, oh, we need to be able to make decisions and we should be on these Grammy boards and you're not treating us fair. Well, what about the, all the black people that you stepped on to get to the position where you can even talk to the Grammy boards? Well, let's keep that real.
If it wasn't for the biggies and the Craig Max and the Black Rods and the Totals and uh, them little light-skinned Puerto Rican boys, B5 or B12, whatever they have, B12 is a vitamin. Y'all write their name. I forgot. The little light-skinned, use them and spit them out. Uh, Danity Kane, Day 26. I mean, the list goes on. So it's just like you you can't get on your soapbox and, and you know, wag a finger at what the industry is doing to you, millionaire, because you want to be in a billionaire position, but then not look at what you've done. Oh, it's B5. OK, I wasn't sure, honey. I know B12 was a vitamin. B5, honey. They ruined them little boys career. Use them for their music and spit them out. So I just always find it funny when I see a lot of these big name celebrities, you know, now trying to like blast the industry and like i said it's very easy to do that once you you know once you've assessed a certain amount of fame and notoriety and once you're in a comfortable position but when you were not in a comfortable position you did the same thing as the major labels sir okay come on now y'all seen that wikipedia page i pulled up for y'all y'all seen all them damn names how many of them people besides snoop dogg and i don't even think he was successful under his record label I can't think of one Snoop Dogg track. Well, I think, no, Drop It Like It's Hot. I guess that was under that, you know, label. That was a good song. But I can't think of anything else. You know, I, I just not off the top of my head. So I just find it very interesting that he's trying to blast the industry. Sir, where's Khalees' masters? Where's the rest of her check? Run her her money. Just like when Mace came out and blasted Diddy. You want to, you know, blast the Grammys? You still owe me money. The hell? You still owe my masters. So I, I just, I, so I'm sorry, I just can't praise foolishness. Why what he's saying it sounds good, but I can't praise it because he's done the same thing. I love Pharrell. He looks good. You know, nice, you know, uh, you know, he looks young. I want to know what he's been eating and, and you know, what, 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 what supplements he's on. Okay. Fresh face. Don't look a day over 25, but sir, you're on some bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Pharrell, you are some bullshit. You can run that game on these, you know, 19 and 20-year-olds, but we've been here for a while, and we remember Star Trek Entertainment, sir. Sorry. You can't run none past us older folks, honey. Yeah, young folks, stop getting gassed up by these celebrities. Oh, he's speaking truth. He owes people money. Okay, let me read these super chats. Remy Sam1499, she says, the truth is poetry. Most people don't like poetry. Keep speaking the truth. Looking beautiful as always, by the way. Thank you so much, Remy. Thank you for coming through. I appreciate you, sis. Um, hello, Seventh God. I like that name. It's pretty. She said 999. She says, the United States government has created secret irrigation systems to drain specific lakes in order to protect and house nuclear weapons. Everything environmental, quote unquote, everything environmental is actually man-made issues. Mm. Wow. Thank you for that, thesis. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Andrea B said 999 says, I know everyone thinks the world is going to end, but I honestly feel like God or whoever you believe in is just letting the world do its thing. The human experiment has been a huge failure overall. <laughs> Yeah, in some regards, in some regards, it has. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Uh, True Mystique sent five. She says, hey, T, did you hear that they are trying to roll out a government-backed credit bureau backed by a company named Demos, Latin for demon? Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. But again, folks will see that and be like, oh, y'all are reaching. Out of all the names, why do it have to be so close <laughs> to demons? Um, oh my gosh, 
truck driver. Wow. We, we ain't seen you around these parts, Matt. So Agent Matt sent $50. Thank you so much. He says, what's trucking? I've missed your beautiful face. Oh, you guys just really made my day. I went from crying to just feeling so much better. Thank you so much, Agent Matt. Thank you for coming through. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Y'all got me over here blushing. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Stacy Gregory says, bet it was a Jehovah's Witness knocking on the door. It probably was. They finally got the hint and went away. You know, I, I don't know what that was about. They kept knocking. I'm not coming to the door. If you ain't text or call, I don't open my door. Honey. Mm -mm. I got to look at the camera, see who's out there. Okay. <laughs> um, Angela G sent five. She says, T, they started trading water futures on the stock index a few months ago. I heard about that. I heard about that. And that is scary because, again, water is not like gold. It's not like. GameStop stocks. If you don't have, if you didn't buy stock in GameStop, you missed out, but you'll live. If you don't have gold, you missed out, but you'll live. If you don't have water, you'll die after three days. The human body cannot go longer than three days without water. So what makes me nervous about that with water being traded and being commodified is who, who owns the water basically rules the people. They can control who gets a, a vital, neutral you know, resource. That is scary to think about. And even to go deeper, like I've always said on this channel previously, you know, everybody's so focused on like the war with oil, right? Like, oh, they're fighting in the Middle East over oil. Yes, we need oil to like for our cars and stuff, but at the end of the day, we can always walk with our two legs, right? But what happens when people start fighting over things that we need to survive? What happens when countries start going to war over water? And that's what's happening now. I mean, you had that big debate in Africa over the Nile River. So that's when the stuff is going to get real. When people start fighting for, for resources that human beings need to live and survive. So it's very scary. But I did hear about that. So thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, Insane Sanity sent $5 and wrote these nuts with a peanut emoji. <laughs> these nuts. I remember that. See, was that? Was that on the Snoop Dogg album? Like, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? These nuts. <laughs> um, Blessed Bree says, I don't like how nuts taste either, T. Thank you for that. <laughs> Y'all are wildin'. Thank you for letting us know, ma'am. <laughs> we appreciate you. <laughs> um, Nairobi says, Hollywood land is full of hypocrisy. I definitely agree with that. I definitely do. Thank you. Um, Chichi says, hey, T, just stopping by to send some love. Everyone hit the like button. Please hit the like button, you guys. Appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Lisa Monroe says, how do I join the Discord? Um, right now, it's closed. Um, so I'll be announcing it again in the future, but for now it is closed. We have a lot of people on there right now. Um, even our meetings are starting to get super, super packed as well. Um, anywhere from two to 300, 400 people show up. So I'll keep you guys, you know, on point when it does open back up. So thank you so much for that. Um, JP Mackey says, glad to see you're in much better spirits. Thank you so much. Because the beginning of the stream was definitely rough. I've been on here now for an hour, but I feel better. So just thank you guys for just 
being there for me, making me feel good. I see the truck emojis. <laughs> Y'all are showing Asian Matt so much love. So that's awesome. Um, so before I go, I want to talk about the whole Yandy Mendici situation, honey. Child. One thing I've learned in life is that people do not like the truth because the truth is a bitter pill to swallow. With that being said, y'all know the whole situation about Yandy and Mendices. Yandy got with Mendices. Their whole relationship played out on Love and Hip Hop. He was popped before Love and Hip Hop for being a drug runner, a drug mule, him and his friend or whatever. They sentenced him to eight years in prison. And Yandy held him down those whole eight years. She was pregnant by him. Then I think he came home for a bit before he got finally sentenced and she got pregnant again. So she was kind of stuck in the free world trying to raise two children. Well, now they decided to take their relationship back to reality television. So they're on this VH1 show called Couples Retreat. VH1 is just coming up with all types of just random shows with random reality TV people because they were also on some other VH1 shows watching it, I think, like a week ago on my DVR because I'm like, what the hell is this? And it was like Trick Daddy show. They were all at some kind of bootleg reunion. It was a pretty good show, though. I did binge watch it, so I'm not complaining. I liked it. Uh, Scrappy was there, Erica Dixon, Bambi, and Yandy and Mendeecees was there. Mendeecees' mama was there. Something reunion, child. And so... Um, I could kind of see, you know, issues that they were having in their relationship and how the mother was kind of meddling as well. And you could tell that there's friction between Yandy and Mendeecee's mother. So now they're on another reality TV show, which to me just doesn't make sense why they keep putting their, you know, their love and their relationship on reality television because it leaves room for people to scrutinize everything. They've been scrutinizing them and now they're scrutinizing them even more. So let me go ahead and play you guys a video. It's just going to be a still video. But I want you guys to see what went down on this VH1 show. And um, a lot of people were very, very sad. And, you know, people were crying for Yandy. And um, let me go ahead and play it. Give me just a second here. Pull this up. Okay. Yandy, Dizzy. Y'all ready? Time to get real. Any insecurities between you two? No. None? None. Prison. Is that an insecurity? Because I feel like when he was locked up, I was locked up. You ain't emailed for two months. Yeah, but for six that, months. Because I was talking to you every day. No, you don't. No, you don't. Every do that. single day, three right. times a day. You're lying. You don't even get that many minutes. I spoke to you every no, you day. Not, not every day. Every single day. All right. I don't over exaggerate. But and if listen. I didn't talk to you, it was a problem. And then it would be, you know, you don't have to do this. And for me, that felt like, don't negate what I have been doing. Don't negate me making sure you and the kids are good. Don't negate the calls I did pick up. This isn't the first time this phone call, email thing has come up. And I normally just brush it away, but now I'm frustrated. Do you understand what my life was like? I'm raising two babies. I'm running five companies. But you want to talk about emails and calls? 
Talk about how these bills was going to get paid. I don't have time to write emails and, and letters. Do you both hear the discrepancy in the communication? I called you, but you didn't email. It was two months. It was every night and every morning. There's a discrepancy. So to me, it's more than did you email, did you call? It's what more did you want and what more do you want now that you weren't getting for you to say, I didn't get it. And that's the way it's coming out. I was kind of holding resentment because I said, the moment I step out of here, she'll be blowing my phone up every five seconds. So for me, I started to feel like I was put on a shelf. I wasn't going nowhere and you'll play with me when, when it's time for me to be free. I was going to allow no one to treat me any different than from me being free or me being incarcerated. Treat me the same. Don't mishandle me like that. Not when I give her the opportunity. If you ever get tired and it's become too much, then, you know, you, you, I'm, you're free. I think it would have been selfish of me to try to hold her in a relationship that she didn't want to be in. You know, you, you're free. Anything can happen. People meet people, fall in love. And, you know, I didn't want to force somebody to go through something like that with me. The fact that you always, you always said to me, you don't have to do this. That was offensive. You would say, like, you could leave. And it would be the simplest of things like, I missed your phone call, or I didn't pick up, or I didn't email you. That made me feel like it wasn't that much of a fight for you. Like, it was easy to let me go. Nobody that's your woman wants to feel like they're easy to get over. I mean, if I could deal with my mom leaving me, and that's the trauma, I felt like I could deal with anybody leaving me. Nobody that's your woman wants to feel like they're easy to get over. I mean, if I could deal with my mom leaving me and that's the trauma, I felt like I could deal with anybody leaving me. It would be great to be like, nah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like when you say for better or for worse, and when you say, you know, if I'm sick, I go to jail, I want you to be like, nah, I got you. I ain't going nowhere. I want for better or for worse. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. That's what I get. Yeah, I mean, that's the same thing I signed up for, right? Nobody that's your woman wants to feel like they're easy to get over. I think you had a lot of time on your hands. And I think with that time, I think that I did a damn good job. I say that to you all the time. Like, if the roles were reversed, would you hold me down? If the shoes was on the other foot, you know, I don't know what I would be able to do. Hmm. And that's a problem. So, Medici finally admitted that he doesn't know if he would have stayed if the roles were reversed. And that's so hurtful because people have said to me, you're doing all this, will he do that for you? And I've always combated with, yeah, he would. We love each other. But to hear him sit here in my face and be like, I don't know. And listen, I'm telling you the truth. Like, that's so unfair. Mm. So y'all heard that. Sorry, I couldn't play the video, but YouTube has just been, they're getting more and more strict. So if y'all want to watch the video, just Google it. But I wanted y'all at least hear the audio so we could all be on the same page. So like I said, the whole situation is disturbing, but I'll say this. And I like Yandy, so this is not any disrespect to her because Yandy really does put in work in the community. And she's been doing this long before... Um, 
you know, loving hip hop. She's always been real active in her community. I know people who grew up with her who've always had good things to say about her. The few times I've met Yandy, she's always been super sweet to me. So I do like Yandy. So when I say this, I'm coming from a genuine place, right? Now, I'll, I feel like this. I feel like a lot of times, especially as women, we say we want the truth, but then when we get the truth, we can't handle it, okay? Mendeecees is speaking his truth. And his truth is, if the roles were reversed, he doesn't think that he'd be able to hold her down. There's nothing wrong with him saying that. That is his truth. You can't expect for other people to do things in a manner in which you would do them. That's why we're different people. What makes your damn, you know, uh, tugboat choo-choo is your business versus what makes my tugboat choo-choo, right? And so that's why I think a lot of people are so mad and upset, but he's being honest. And he's saying, yes, if you were about to do an eight-year bid, I don't think I could have held you down. Why lie? Why say, y'all, I'm going to hold you down? No, you're not. You're going to be out here slinging, you know, you're peeing like Tic Tacs. Okay? Every man is not papoose. Okay? The, the average man is not going to hold down a woman. That's just what it is. Remy Ma talked about that. During Visitor's Day, you barely see any men going to go see women prisoners. But during the men's visit... Both baby mamas might show up at the same time and they're ready to fight. The girlfriend and the ex-wife may show up at the same time and they're ready to throw down. You know, but it's not the same for women. And I think that the reason why she started crying and was so hurt is because she thought that he would at least lie for the public. And Mendeecees is like, no. Another thing, I have to keep it real because, again, the child, another flashback. I, that This is how long I've been doing this commentary game. A lot of these folks are new here. I've been doing this. Years ago, I did a video about this situation. If you guys remember, because nobody else is talking about this, Yandy faked her marriage initially to Mendeecees and was blasted by Mendeecees' baby's mother on the reunion show. So I believe that both her and Mendeecees, you know, initially this was more to get their start on reality television. And Mendeecees was willing to do it because if they can, if he can look good on reality television and look positive and, you know, go to the Minion Man March and do all this stuff behind Yandy, it may lessen his sentence. And especially with her getting pregnant, they thought that that might help as well because he's, you know, a father to the little Mendeecees and then to the baby that he had with Yandy at the time. So let me go ahead and play flashback because I'm not lying about this. It came out that they had initially faked their marriage. And she talked about it to a radio station. So we're going we gonna to get two for the price of one, honey. Two flashbacks, okay? Let me damn find the damn flashback. <laughs> damn screen is gone. Okay, here goes the screen. Give me just a second here. Is this the one? Okay, I got so many dang clips up. <sighs> okay, here it is, Yandy. Okay, here we go. All right, y'all go ahead and check. This is old school lovely T, huh? You see that intro with that purple? Old school lovely T TV. Hey, you guys, it's your girl T. So I want to come out here and talk about the whole Yandy and Mendeecee situation. A lot of people want me to address this. So if you guys have not heard, um, recently video leaked online to a future episode where it's being announced that Mendeecee's and Yandy were not really married. And that basically that lavish televised wedding that they had last year was all for show, okay? I Mendeecee's, mean, we all know, is currently serving eight years in prison for drug trafficking. He came out the other day and he defended the union 
But when folks started dragging Yandy's ass up and down social media, she decided to do an interview with Streets 94.5. In that interview, she's basically defending herself from everybody going in on her. I want y'all to go ahead and chat what Yandy has to say about the entire situation. Check this out. I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. You guys have been married for what, one year? Yep. May 25th, 2015. Oh, wow. That seems like so much longer than that. It does. I mean, we've been together forever. Um, so that right there was just us telling the world, committing ourselves and vowing to each other in front of the world and in front of God. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been committed to that man for a very long time before I was that. Really, that's all marriage is. It's just letting everybody else know what y'all got. Because you know what? They're going to hold me accountable. Y'all did hard on this piece of paper that is signed by, I don't know, Donald Trump. Maybe. But who is that? Y'all think, right? think that makes me committed to this man? Y'all some damn fool. Right, because back then we didn't even have we didn't have the possibility to get something signed. All we was able to do was jump over a room. So all right, here we go with the don't bring up, don't just stop bringing slavery into y'all's fuckery. Way back then, we only had a broom and we'd have to jump and jump on the broom. Like, girl, shut up. Like, we, why we, we relieved slavery out of this, okay? The point is, she was not married to him at the time when they had this huge, lavish wedding that VH1 put on. Put a teacup in the damn comment section if you attended their wedding via VH1 from the comfort of your living room. Because I did. I was there in attendance. Shit. With my teacup. That's what the, the whole conversation was about. They done had Mona Scott pay for this huge wedding, and y'all didn't even sign on the dotted line. So now they're going to try and remix it. Well, you know, back in the day during slavery, all we had was a broom. Child boo. Let, let's not let's not conflate issues, okay? So I believe that, you know, while they might have been kicking it, dating and all that stuff for years, I don't think that they got to know each other as well as they could be um, because of the show. You know, with them having to focus and put their relationship on television, I believe at that point they were getting to know each other more and more. But... After people started dragging Mendeecees, because you know, honey, the, the female collective, not me, but, you know, a lot, started dragging him. Oh, how dare you say that you won't hold her down if she ends up doing time in prison? So then, of course, he had to come out with, an, you know, kind of like an apology or not apology, but like a statement. So child, pull out y'all's tiny violins, honey. Dear, near, 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 near. This is what Mendeecees had to say. So let me go ahead and show y'all this. They done shamed him into a statement. I want to release shit. <laughs> I just don't care enough to release anything. But check this out. So Mendeecee says, good afternoon, Instagram. FYI, I never said I wouldn't have held Yandy down. I felt like I didn't, I felt like I didn't want to say that everyone wanted me to say. Because it sounds good and salacious. What I meant was, you don't know what you'll do until you are in that situation. They become your circumstances and you figure it out. I believe actions speak louder than words and love conquers all. If anybody knows me, they know I love my family. However, thank you for tuning in to at VH1's Couples Retreat. Make sure y'all tune in next week at 8 p.m. <laughs> So, you know, he had to do a little shameless plug at the end. At the end of the day, I believe what he stated on television was his true feelings. And that's okay. That It doesn't make him a bad guy. And it doesn't make Andy a dummy. They're just two different people. 
I don't think that makes somebody bad necessarily for holding somebody down if that's who you want to be with and that's your husband and you know you feel deep down inside they would do the same for you then that is your business but what I will say to girls is this to young girls personally if you're young I wouldn't go out there and live your best life there's other peen in the sea or is it fish sorry <laughs> there's other fish in the sea okay there's no, it makes no sense to waste your time, your most formative years, the years that you can, you know, actually get married and, and bear children, holding somebody down for eight years. You know what I'm saying? In prison, when you could have been living your best life, married, had children. So that's not a lifestyle I would recommend to young girls. But, you know, Yandy's a little bit older. She'd been with him for a while. And if that's what she wanted to do, that's her business. But she needs to understand that she can't expect him to have the same feelings or expectations that she has for him. That's just not how it works. So I, I agree with his first thought. He was being honest. The average man is not going to hold down a woman. It, that's just what it is. Is it fair? No. But that's the same thing. If a female gets caught cheating, a guy nine times out of ten will leave. But if a guy gets caught cheating, it's all, oh, he was probably stressed. Oh, you know, men, they cheat. He was just walking and fell in her cooch. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> People will have all types of excuses when men cheat. But let a female cheat. Let her just, you know, roll over and hop on some pee by accident. She's a whore. I'm getting a voice. So it, it's not fair, but, you know, that's just society. So... It's just funny. I was watching. I've been watching Married to Medicine um, because the eighth season is on. And I told you guys, I never I watch the show off and on, not regularly like uh, Real Housewives. So I seen all this drama with Simone, Dr. Simone and Dr. Jackie. And I wanted to know, like I was like, I thought they were close. What happened? So, yeah, I went back to the beginning because I didn't see the show when it first started. I had only watched the fifth episode when they were, or was it the, no, the third season when they were looking for Simone's father because he, she couldn't find her father. Child, I just found out last week the man died. I'm like, oh my God, he died. You know, so I'm like years behind you guys. But I've been catching up. I'm on the fifth season right now, Reunion One. That's how much I've been watching the show when I can. But I really like Married to Medicine. And so in the fifth season, the main storyline has been Curtis cheating on Jackie. I know I'm years late, y'all, but this is what I'm watching currently. And um, I noticed there's all these excuses, you know, for Curtis and, oh, you know, you got to make it work. But then in the same breath, uh, I think it was Heavenly who asked her husband, you know, if if she cheated on the husband, would he leave? And he, I mean, he didn't even bat an eyelash. I'm out. I'm not accepting that. You can't cheat. But then when she asked him, well, if he made a mistake, what would he expect her to do? Well, you know, you got to, you know, men make mistakes. And all of a sudden, it was all this mush mouth shit. I'm like, hold up, his energy switched in like 2.3 seconds. When it was him being cheated on, it was, you got to go. But then when it was a hypothetical, him cheating on her, it was all this, oh, well, you know, oh, as a man, oh, we're stressed. Oh, sometimes you just got to bust a nut. <laughs> so, you know, men and women are just different. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to knock that, brother. I'm not going to not mend DCs. That's how he felt. At least he was being honest. I think Yandy just needs to take it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? And understand that if the roles were reversed, he would not hold her down. So what y'all going to do? Break up and get a divorce now? And, you know, no. 
You just move forward and, and do what you need to do and, and continue to allow the relationship to flourish and get to know each other and let bygones be bygones because if they're going to keep bringing this, this damn jailbird baggage into their situation now. They're not going to be able to move forward. She can't keep worrying about what he used to say to her while he was locked up. People who are locked up say all types of miserable shit. They're miserable. They get one hot in the cot. Can't go nowhere. So they're not coming with like, they're not coming with a bunch of good energy. Keep talk to somebody, you know, who calls you from jail or some shit. They're all, you know, they're trying to put on a persona for you. Like, oh, hey, you know, everything's good. Then they get all melancholy. So they're not going to get good. So that's why you have to determine who you want to be with. You want somebody who has good energy and, you know, has, you know, fun times. Well, they need to be free. Okay. Jail is not a fun place to be. It's an energy killer. So she needs to understand that. And he needs to understand, you know, that he needs to let go of the fact that, well, when I would call, you wouldn't answer or you was out here trying to march and be, you know, the female Dr. Martin Luther King. Yandy had to do what she had to do. You wasn't out here. You couldn't provide for the kids. So be grateful that she was out here taking care of your kids while you was in there doing that eight year bid. So I think they both need to stop going on reality television. OK, and using their relationship for storylines, because if they keep doing this, social media is going to end up breaking them up. Because that's all social media does is speculate and and, pure, and pour gasoline to the fire. So I think that's where they keep messing up is that they keep going from show to show to show and people are dissecting their relationship. At the end of the day, people might think Yandy's stupid for holding him down. That's her business. Do I think Jackie's done for taking back Curtis? Absolutely not. You know, everybody likes to talk high and mighty about what they would do in a situation until they're in that situation. Okay. Everybody's out, you know, uh, on the internet. Oh, if my man cheats on me, I would never. He'd be gone the first time. It sounds good. It sounds good. Okay, I've been there. They're never gone the first time. You try to make it work. And especially if there's kids involved and family, you're not just going to throw all of that away. So I believe whatever people are willing to deal with, that is their business. Because at the end of the day, it's not going to change until they get tired. So why are you wasting your energy bashing that person and getting upset? Just like with Emily B. Remember when Fabulous knocked her fucking tooth out? Remember she walked around her toothless? Tooth gone. Bam. And everybody was crying, oh, you need to leave. Emily needs to leave. And I said, she ain't going nowhere. And then when she went back to Fabulous, all oh, the internet was mad. She's a stupid bitch. He abused you and you went back. I said, up now. I think it's silly that she went back, but let's keep it real. A lot of y'all's aunties, grandmas, cousins done got busted in the eye hands put on them and they went right back to their damn abuser so until they get tired of allowing a man to put their hands on them i'm not wasting no energy on emily b if she wants to walk around with a fucking false tooth and have another baby by fabulous and act like everything is okay that is her bed she has to lie in that I'm not losing sleep over nobody else's relationship. So I don't think Emily B has done anything that some females have not done out here. Does it make it okay? Am I condoning abuse? Absolutely not. In a perfect world, she would have got up and left fabulous. But again, some women, they're more enamored with that lifestyle, that name, saying I have a husband and stuff like that. He didn't even marry her until he was getting ready to get locked up for that abuse case. Then they went to court and said, well, we're married now. We worked everything out. And they were able to, you know, have him not get sentenced to five years for abuse. So, again, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not crying tattoo tears over Emily B's tooth. If she ain't crying tattoo tears over that shit. I'm not, you know, so I, I try not to 
you know, just go too hard on other people's relationships. What they choose, if, if Yandy wants to hold this man down for eight years, that is her business. Guess what? I slept well all through them eight years. Okay. Slept very well. So good luck to Yandy and Mendeecees. I like them together. I hope they're able to work everything out. You know, I hope, you know, something good comes of this. But I would suggest they stop going from reality TV show to reality TV show and putting their relationship out there. That's a recipe for disaster. So that's the only advice that I would give to Yandy. But I, I like Yandy. I think she's a, you know, I think she has a big heart. You know, I think she has a big heart. And, you know, she just, she wanted to keep her family together. So she did what she felt she needed to do. But I'm not going to knock Mendeecees either for speaking his truth. So Mendeecees is a good one because y'all wouldn't have got no fucking excuse for me. Uh, hey, hey, Instagram, good afternoon. I'd have been like, fuck you, Instagram. I ain't got shit to say. I said what I said. <laughs> I'm not explaining anything to the gram, okay? Um, let's see here. Let me go ahead and read these last super chats. Um, Prince Cannabis, like that name, sent 2222. Says, hey, T, I've been a tea sipper for a few years now and finally became a member and joined my first live. Your content is real and gives me life. You'll be seeing more of my fabulousness in the comments. Love you. That is awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming through. I appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Agent Matt sent $20. Hey. <laughs> he says, an eight-year bid. That's too long without my dog. I'm sorry. I think you meant, you know what I'm saying, female dog. I get it. The emoji. Yeah, I think for a man, there's no way. I don't, I, that's just me being honest. I don't see a man. And let's say they do choose to hold down a woman. Like, you know, some people don't, don't write letters and shit. But best believe that man is smashing somebody. Ain't no man out here about to go eight years without no ass. Okay. Even Papoose, him and Remy Ma was doing that. I forget. I don't go to jail. So I don't know what it's called. What is it? Congo visits or something. You can have sex in a trailer outside the you know what I mean? The trailer. I've been seeing it on like shows and stuff. They've been in the trailer behind the jail having sex. So I think that's the only reason why Papoose was able to stay faithful. Let Remy Ma had not been able to get congregal visits. Whatever the hell's damn called. Papoose would have been out there smashing something. Ain't no man about to go eight years without no damn ass. I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. <laughs> Somebody called them Congolinas visits. <laughs> Congolinas, <laughs> y'all are stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that's how Papoose was able to last. But yeah, I feel you, Agent Matt. I ain't waiting on nobody for no eight years. You got to do eight years, but I'll see you when you get out. You know, I might bring, you know, some Nike shoes and a, and a white, clean white tee and a pair of jeans, but all that holding you down and I'm not going to talk to nobody and I'm going to be here. Absolutely not. Uh-uh. Don't waste your best life you know, doing that. Uh, let's see here. Young Kobe sent five says people that's given Mendeecees flack are the same ones that would rat to save themselves from jail. Mm, when the heat is on them, you is different. Mm, I agree. I agree. A lot of them folks who were going off, probably low key snitches. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. Um, and Gozi O says, T, let these ladies know there's always more D in the C. Yes, there's plenty. Okay, so you don't have to settle on the D behind jail. That's probably getting some D on cell block D from a big dude named D. Okay, plenty of D in the C. 
It just I, anything just pops in my mind, hoodie. Let's see here. Laura J sent 499 says, T, what's your opinion of third trimester Thompson cheating on Chloe again? Chad, I heard about that. Them girls were running their mouth on Adam 22. Shout out to Adam 22. He's a tea sipper. Um, they were running their mouth on his show about Tristan Thompson, Mr. Third Trimester. I'm not shocked at all. You know, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not shocked. I mean, that's just what Tristan does. He likes to, you know, spread his seed around. And, you know, I heard he's hung like a horse. So, you know, you can't just keep that to Chloe. Got to share. <laughs> so, you know, he, he felt the need to share with everybody, honey. Um, Chloe ain't going nowhere. She'll take him back. You know, they said, I think I ran across a show recently, bored, and she was talking about getting pregnant again. So I'm not surprised. Most like I keep telling y'all, when men have options, I'm not saying it's right. But when you're talking about entertainers, rappers, athletes, and they have money and women are constantly throwing themselves at them, willing to give them one night stands and heads in the damn, you know, Bentley truck. They're going to they're, they're just going to do it just because they can. I don't know really any faithful men in the industry. I just don't, black or white. So that's the chance that people take when you're talking to somebody on that level. I mean, think about it. The average guy, the average fry cook, be out here smashing multiple chicks at Bojangles, carrying on with the fry girl, fucking the register girl. You know what I'm saying? Getting hit in the parking lot from the biscuit girl. And they're just regular people making $7.25 an hour. So you mean tell me Big Peen Tristan Thompson is going to be faithful to uh, Chloe? Hell no. Nah. He went in faithful to damn his first baby mother, Jordan. So I'm not shocked. Yeah, people say Denzel Washington, we haven't caught him in any scandals. But child, you just never know. I don't put nothing past nobody, honey. You know, shout out to Denzel and his beautiful wife. I don't put them past nobody. Remember y'all, y'all swapping down. Will Smith was goals. Will and Jada. Oh, they're a couple goals and they're perfect. They've been together 20 years the whole time. I'm a leave well. I'm a leave well. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a leave well. That's what she was telling August. August put that big old thing on her. She seen that bee stick go viral. She was like, I'm gonna have to sample my son's friend's peen. Okay. So I don't put them past nobody. Will Smith has a girlfriend. Yes, he does. A Latina, I always forget her name. Y'all can write in the comments. We all know about his little side girlfriend. And Jada was very much bouncing up and down on August. So if, if Jada can be out here smashing Big Pain August Alcina, who was rupturing the cervixes and shit, I don't put them past nobody in Hollywood. <laughs> but I still got love for Will and Jada. They're just not couple goals to me. I still love Jade. I still love Will Smith. I love their family. They're just not couple goals. That's it. That's all. I don't think anybody should be your couple goal, honestly. No, not Lisa. Y'all always trying to say Lisa Koshay. That's not who I'm talking about. Kushi. I don't know if I pronounced her name wrong. But I met her. Lisa's real cool. People say that her and Will have a thing. I'm not even talking about Lisa. You know, Lisa's a cute little girl. The girl that Will Smith, his side girlfriend, she's bad as hell. She's pretty, she's like a model or something. Y'all gotta look her up. She's real bad. I'm gonna see if y'all wrote her name probably. It ain't Lisa. Lisa's that little tiny girl from YouTube who be doing the jokes and stuff. Lisa's real, she's cool. Or Liza, I don't know. But not her. It's another, it's a Latina woman. They be in the same area, like 
let's say Will Smith goes to vacation in Egypt and he'll be taking pictures by the pyramid. If you go to her Instagram, she'll be in the same location on the other side of the pyramid taking pictures. Like, bitch, we see this the same damn sun. You know Instagram don't miss nothing. Hell, they find uh, 21 Savage's shadow <laughs> in Miss Mulatto's picture. And was like, that's 21 Savage taking her picture. So you know that the gram don't miss nothing. It's not Selena Powell. Stop. I don't know who said Selena Powell. I heard he did mess with Eva Mendez, but it's not her. There you go. Uh, Taasia said it. Heidi De La Rosa. That's her. Thank you, Taasia. That's exactly who it is. I couldn't think of her name. She's, she's cute, though. She's real bad. Y'all st stay saying Liza or Lisa's name. It ain't her. It's Heidi. That's his side girlfriend. So that's why when everybody was crying tattoo tears for Will Smith, yes, what Jada did was messed up and I, and I held Jada accountable, but we're not just going to act like Will ain't been out here doing his thing too over the past 20 years. Let, let's stop it. They both was getting side peen and puss from other people. Okay. Let's keep that real. They both was having entanglements. Let's see here. Um, Kimmy 19... 84 says, how do I get back on the Discord? Because I messed up. I'm sorry, child. Hit her with the hammer, y'all. <laughs> y'all will send money to get back in the Discord. What happened? Y'all be getting kicked out by these bots. Kimmy, send me an email. There's nothing I can do for you. I'm live streaming, beloved. Just send me an email. Thank you. Uh, thanks for the super chat. They're going to hit you with that hammer, sis. I tell you, every time y'all come back in here, time I'm trying to get back in, y'all know they come with the blue hearts and the hammers. <laughs> yep, there they go. <laughs> um, the hammers are a Discord joke. So it's an inside joke on Discord. Kimmy knows what's up. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kid Mulu sent $9.99. Thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Uh, Isis Salah. Says, I got the vaccine and still got C-19. Temperature 103. Time out. It won't be as bad. Thanks for brightening my day. So you mean to tell me, sis, Isis, you got this magical vaccine that they keep trying to force everybody to get, only to turn around and still get C-19. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm really sorry to hear that. I hope you start feeling better again. But then we ask real questions. Oh, you're vaccine shaming. And how dare you put out misinformation? This ain't no misinformation. She wrote that herself. All we're saying is she got the vaccine. But she still got the C-19. Make it make sense. But they say it's not supposed to be as worse if you do get it. But she's sitting up here with 103 fever. So that's scary. Which one? I don't know which one. She didn't say. I just found out my cousin took the Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> and you know how awkward that was? It was such an awkward moment because she knows like I'm like a conspiracy theorist, things like that. And, you know, I don't judge nobody. My Like most of my family child at this point has been vaccinated. I'm like the lone wolf. And they're pressuring me like, you need to get it. You have a chronic disease. We want you to be okay. I'm like, shut up. So they, they're, everybody just be calling me like, oh, did you get it? No. So... Me and my cousin were talking and she was like, yeah, I got it. Cause she, she has to travel for work. She has to do a lot of stuff. So her job kind of put pressure on her. And she was like, yeah, you know, I just went ahead and got it. She's like, but the only thing that sucks is that I got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. And then all the information about the blood clots and them stopping the, the, you know, that particular vaccine, it came out like three days after she got it. 
So all it was just like this awkward silence. I was like, you gonna be okay, cousin? Like, it was like dead air for like 10 seconds. I was like, I didn't know what to say. You know, one thing was about turn they got the vaccine. The first thing, like, okay, cool. They got the Moderma or the Pfizer. She's like, yeah, I got the Johnson and Johnson. Let me like, God, you know, talk about it like, you know, glaze by. Hold on, Johnson and Johnson. I was like, Lord, but she's okay though. She said she feels fine. She's okay. But yeah, it was like literally dead silence for like 10 seconds. I was like, oh shit. You know, like you start thinking stuff in your mind, like, does she know? Do I need to break the news to her about what's going on? But she already knew. So I, thank God I, I didn't have to break it to her. Like, sis, you know, people out here, you know, passing out and getting blood clots. So she knew all that. So that made me feel better because I want to break the news to her. You know what I'm saying? That's my favorite cousin. But yeah, so. I'm not knocking nobody. You do what you have to do. Like I said, you know, some people's livelihoods, you know, depend on that. And, you know, em employers are forcing people to get that in order to keep their job. So I would never knock or judge anybody. But that just blew me away that she still got, you know, sick. So I just hope you feel better. Thank you so much. Um, Michaela uh, Millen says, hi, I love you. Your content is not only the truth, but it's very entertaining. With a great sense of humor, I've been sipping for three years now. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming through, sis. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Lucia Dorzer says, single life never lets you down. These men ain't loyal. <laughs> You're not lying. <laughs> it ain't all of them, but I feel you for wanting to just represent the single life. I feel you on that 100%. So thank you for the super chat. Um Xavier Banks says, you're the finest chocolate thing out here. Aw. Thank you, Xavier. I appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Stephanie Brown says, hey, T, I absolutely love you. You got me over here crying like a baby. LOL, already emotional due to women's stuff. I appreciate your hard work and commentary. Blessings to my internet sis, also T. Also, T.I., Tiny, and Shikana <laughs> are finally quiet, honey. Thank you so much. And thank you for the super chat. Yeah, that's their best bet because they got to go to court. So it makes no sense to be online talking, especially like Shekinah. So hopefully they just keep it quiet. Um, let's see here. Natasha Alexander says Denzel Washington had a scandal with Sanan Lathan, which ultimately ended her career when she got pregnant after they filmed Deja Vu together. Damn. I didn't know about that. I'm going to have to reset. I never knew about that hookup. Mm. Okay. All right, Miss Lathan. <laughs> she got some of that Denzel. Shit. That, I'm like blown away. I never, I've never heard that. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I, I got to research. I got to research. Make sure it's legit tea. You know, I don't want to co-sign it. I've never heard that one before, honey. Ciao. Let's see here. Thank you for the super chat, though. Um, Lena Busan5 says, I know a couple of nurses that both got the Pfizer vaccine and still ended up with C19. Wow. So it seems like that's happening more and more to people where they're still where they're getting it and they're still ending up with it. Um, thank you for the super chat. Thanks for that information. Um, not funny, but funny. I love that name. It says 98% success still means 2% still can't get, oh, hold on, still means 2% can get sick and 95% means 5% chance of still getting sick. Also, first super chat, love you, T. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, there's always a chance of people getting sick, but it seems like it's more and more people coming out and saying that they're, you know, after they've gotten it, they're still sick. So then that's worrisome because it's almost like, well, then what did you put in me that didn't protect me from this? But yeah, that chance is always there. So thank you for that. Um, Isis uh, sent another 499. She says, I got the Pfizer vaccine because my work made me. Wow. I wish I had a choice, but I was pressured. Just be cautious, y'all. Thanks, T. Aw. Well, sis, I hope you feel better. And, you know, I hope this stream was able to brighten up your day. So thank you for joining me. So you guys, we had over close to 12,000 people in here. I thank you guys for coming through and spending. I've been out here for an hour and 40 minutes and spending this time with me. Sorry, I was so emotional at first. I'm glad I was able to just keep going with the stream because I was so embarrassed. I said, I just cut it off and try back, you know, in an hour. But I'm glad I was able to get it together. And thank you guys for just your support and your love and just letting me be me. You know what I'm saying? Regardless if I'm checking somebody or crying or, you know, being emotional or being goofy, I appreciate you guys just support my stream and support my content. So thank you guys. It means a lot. You guys have a good um, weekend because today's Friday, TGIF. So you guys have a good weekend and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.